0: this can't be life podcast. I am your host, Kay the Rebel. You can find me on Instagram. The podcast page is TCBL podcast and my personal page is at Kay the Rebel. Any inquiries, comments, thoughts, feedback, want to be featured on an episode or do any type of collaborative work together regarding podcasting, my email address is this can't single letter B-L-Y-F-E at gmail.com and um, you can listen to me on mostly all platforms uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud Google Play and Anchor I believe this is episode um, 76 yeah I have a bad habit of never like mentioning what the episode is first I'm going to start off saying thank you so much for um the feedback regarding episode uh, 75 uh, last week's episode I don't like you um I'm not gonna lie I was on the fence about releasing it but then I was like you know I really got to stand by the theme of the podcast which is to express my thoughts opinions and perspectives unapologetically um the title itself just seemed like so negative And I think because I am such an outspoken person, it probably drew a little bit more attention than I intended to, you know, for people to come and listen like, who the hell is she talking about or something when it wasn't even really like that. But um, either way, um, people enjoyed the episode, even people that I didn't even think like really tune in often, but I guess they tuned in that week, but yeah, thank you so much, I really appreciate the um, feedback, I have no COVID-19 thoughts, I like just don't even want to discuss that, not trying to give or feed any life into anything that is negative right now, nope, I'm just going to get right into it, um, this week's episode is inspired by um, this season of Insecure, I mean, like, it really has put my thinking cap into overdrive. I think I've got, like, about three things that I want to discuss. But knowing me, I probably end up talking about the first two, and I may not even get to the third. So I guess I could just jump right into it again. And I posed a question. I'm not going to really get too much into what's going on in Insecure because I don't want to be a spoiler alert type person, but I know a lot of people watch that show. Anywho. Um, I posed a question after watching uh, this, this new season, which was, could you maintain a business relationship with someone who is currently dating your ex? Um, I posted this on my personal account as well as the social media account on Instagram. And um, before I read the feedback that I did get, I guess I'll just talk about mine. And my answer is no. Um, I think I would be a little annoyed. Now, granted, um, Issa and Condola started working together, and then she later found out that Condola was dating Lawrence. But I don't think whether I knew beforehand or found out afterwards, I, I would be okay with that. Again, um, it's it's not even so much that I, it, because I still, like, have feelings for the person. I guess with me I guess this is why topics. Yeah, I, I, I'm a little biased because sometimes I just think that exes are just better, like both out of sight and out of mind. But I guess if I was going to take a moment to look at things outside of my own perspective and just say, okay if I just had to do it, if this was a really big opportunity with me working with this person, like, how would I really handle it? Put yourself in that person's shoes, I guess, Issa's shoes. And then I was like, you know what? On the flip side, I guess I could do it. But I'm not going to be swapping anecdotes or talking about, like, making the joke about the mayonnaise on the french fries and shit like that. Like, seriously, let's stick to the business and don't fucking mention them at all. I mean that that's just how how I would feel. Like I don't I don't wanna talk about it. So now I guess I'll move on to the responses that I did get. Um the first one that I got was um the answer to the question, yeah, could you maintain a business relationship with someone who is currently dating your ex? And I even put the plot twist that you didn't find out till afterwards. I mentioned that as well. So someone says first person, this is a female, um, the cancer in me wants to hold a grudge and say no, laughing my ass off, but I guess it would depend on the ex and the business at stake. I, I like her response. She was being real, like, hey, I'm a cancer, we hold grudges, we could be kind of petty, but I guess if there was like maybe some big money at stake or a really huge opportunity, maybe she could put her feelings to, to the side, kind of similar to what I said. Um, another, um, female, uh, commented, um, and shout out to, to her. I'm not even going to make her anonymous because she listens to my podcast faithfully. And that will be the wonderful TNG all the way from Georgia. Yes. Um, she said, it truly depends on how long ago the relationship, um, was, or whether or not it was long term or was it a healthy relationship i'm assuming she meant like with her ex she, then she goes now that i think about it i don't care about none of my exes so it wouldn't too much bother me especially if i know they was on some bullshit or if their bedroom game wasn't up to standards <laughs> oh well um yeah i guess if you had an ex i mean this is from a female perspective and they definitely could put it down in the bedroom I mean, you had to sit and, like, go to business meetings or conduct business with somebody that is getting that type of loving that you used to get, yeah, it, it, it might fuck with you just a little bit. I'm, I'm going to have to agree to that. And I think how long you were with the person or what type of relationship you did have with them definitely would would play a role in it now that you think about it. I, I think that should be a factor on on assessing If you could really deal with it and not let it bother you at all. Um, A third person commented, and this was actually uh, one of my sister-in-laws. I feel like they are your ex for a reason. So keep business and personal separate, regardless of the business type. It's something you invested in and decided to begin your business, partners, wait, what, personal life shouldn't affect, I think I'm missing a word here, yeah. Your business partner's personal life shouldn't affect your professional relationship. That was a very, very mature response. And, um, yeah, I guess you just have to know how to separate the two. That if you guys really do have a great working relationship, you know, just keep it pushing. and, And, yeah. And don't focus on anything personal. I mean, I think that's easier said said than done but very mature response then i had a fourth response that came from um whichever one out of the two hosts from the opinion factory podcast and um the response was yeah i want to make jokes but in all seriousness they could be a better match for my ex than i was It could also mean that we have some similar personality traits or common interests since we attract and date the same type of women. So I'm definitely keeping my business, bro. I think people who would have an issue either have crazy exes or probably aren't over them yet. Can I just say, too, not to get off topic, that I really like the host of the Opinion Factory podcast. and They are um, fellow podcasters here in uh, the Boston or surrounding areas, they always have like um unique perspectives on things. Definitely challenge you to challenge you to whatever your own perspective is. And this is like an example of that because being able to like take a moment to like look at the positive in that that yeah, if you're sitting here and you're business oriented and obviously you have a professional relationship. I'm just going to put myself in that predicament. Like, okay, obviously, if I worked with some woman, we share the same interests, We do business together. We make money together. It's awesome. So, yeah, obviously, my ex must see some traits in this new woman that he obviously saw in me. You know, um, I could look at it that way like, oh, okay. So at least you don't got to feel like, you know, your ex, you know, downgraded. At least you could probably be happy for them and not be a hater. Like, oh, okay. At least you, it wasn't so much that you leveled up. At least I know that this is the type of woman that you genuinely like. But then, I mean, if you're an insecure person, you could also feel like, well, um, well, I thought I was special. Like, it was just me. I had this drive or this ambition, but I guess anybody with drive or ambition you might find attractive. I don't know, but I'm an overthinker, so I was just playing devil's advocate with that. Anyhow, um, yeah, I definitely agree agree with that. And it and men are just different because how um, they commented and said, yeah, I'm definitely keeping my business bro as a, as my business partner. I'm not, I don't care if he is dating my ex and that you only have an issue if it's a, you know, a crazy ex or, or yeah, you aren't over them. And I, I agree because I guess it is going to be a little bit difficult if, say, is it from a guy's perspective? What if he's dating, like, your new, your business partner is dating your ex and maybe you were shitty to your ex? And then maybe this new guy is great to your ex. You never know. Your ex... Could be a crazy ex where she could be a woman scorned or still bitter with the way things went between you guys and could be on some shit like when a dude's working with you, maybe she tries to sabotage or say, like, don't trust him because he's not a good person or blah, blah, blah. You know, you never know. But um, it just looks like the majority of people, nobody, like, ruled it out completely, I guess, except for me. Like, I don't know. I just, I just don't think that I, I, I could handle something like that. Again, I would be annoyed. It's like my favorite word to, to describe a lot of, a lot of my feelings. Like, okay, that annoys me. I guess it it would be a trigger for me or if we're going to use the psychological term. Yeah. So, um, The next thing I wanted to talk about um, that seems to be going on this season is um, a piece, like, about friendships. And um, the question that I wanted to ask is, do you acknowledge it when you're in an awkward space with a friend? You know, like, distance occurs or the vibe, I guess, is just off. And I feel like this season, that is definitely what is going on between Molly and Issa. And, um... While watching it or, you know, watching them, these um, first three episodes in, it was just like, I don't know. It kind of spoke to me. Um, I've had a situation like that. And I'm going to be honest and say that I noticed it maybe about over a year ago. I kind of felt like the movements were funny. And, um, of course, the question is, well, how did I handle it? And I didn't. Um, I just kind of went with the flow, you know, started following their lead with the funny movements. Like when they did decide, however, to address the elephant in the room, I don't know. I felt like it was low key, passive aggressive. So when I did voice my side of things and how I felt about their shift in their behavior, their response was kind of just like, oh yeah, you know, you're kind of right. Yeah. I have been acting X, Y, and Z or whatever. I don't know. But for me, it was like some people could say that that was accountability. But have you ever felt like somebody was admitting to their faults but in kind of like a condescending type of way? And I just feel like when you're doing that, the accountability at that point is insincere. And I think that, too, knowing this friend in the way that I know them, I felt like they just wanted to avoid conflict. Um, at that time, you know, like, let's just sweep this under the rug. I hate shit like that, but I mean, it is what it is. So, um, things improved slightly between, um, me and this friend. And then we were back at square one again. And at this point, I'm just like, all right, mm, I refuse to have that conversation again. And I think I talked about this on my episode, um, Stop Trying to Change Folks. Like, seriously, I'm not in the business of addressing the same thing multiple times, particularly like in my friendships. I feel like friendships shouldn't require like the same amount of work that I have, like when it comes to like my marriage or when it comes to like parenting. I don't know. For me, I'm just not committed to my friends in that way. I'm not being rude, I'm not being ignorant, but I feel like if I'm gonna have a list of issues in my life, friends should never be one of them. Like as my friend, if you're triggering me or I feel like our sisterly or loving type bond is lacking or missing something, then sometimes I begin to like place less of a value on the friendship mentally and emotionally. Like, and I think my actions then kind of are aligned with that, you know. Um, and um, so with that being said, yeah, that's the way I chose to handle that situation with that friend then. And I'm kind of doing that currently. And I guess I haven't really visited that or acknowledged it until, like, watching this new season of Insecure. And do I think that the way that I have been handling that is right? No, probably not. Um, But I also think, too, after a while, sometimes you just kind of stop caring. But um, looking at Molly and Issa's situation, I think they're both avoiding whatever the underlying issue is. But unfortunately, I feel like subconsciously, true feelings are getting revealed via their little shady remarks and insults that they're kind of throwing at each other on the, on the episodes. Like, you know, sometimes you just end up releasing thoughts you've been having but didn't have the courage to say, but because you're aggravated, like with your friend, it makes it easier to come out. For example, Molly stating that Issa likes drama or creating unnecessary problems in her life. That was definitely shady. um, And the delivery was poor. Or even with Issa. Issa stating that Molly always has to find an issue with everything or that she comes off too strong when in the beginning stages of dating a guy. Again, that was like another one. They're just like little jabs at each other, you know? But, you know, watching them go through that made me take a deeper look kind of like at myself and realize that I've even displayed some of those subconscious behaviors toward um, this friend that I'm talking about and the friend that you know I feel that there is some type of distance you know I can use the example with is that like I don't kind of care for their significant other and not even because I'm like biased or anything because I know that there's two sides to every story but I remember I, this was months ago, maybe I recall asking my friend, like about the status of the relationship. And then I kind of posed a question and it was kind of hella shady. Cause I was like, Oh, y'all still together. Oh, I thought 2020 would be the year you actually leave his ass for good. And then we both like laughed it off. But high key, I was definitely serious. It was a legit question. Like get him out of here. and. You know, and um, you know, just watching that interaction between Molly and Issa did provide me with an opportunity to really reflect on that friendship. Um, made me think that this is not being handled properly on my end, and that I really should probably make some sort of decision on, like, either I'm going to work towards resolving the conflict, or do I even feel that the relationship is worth it or just walk away you know and I think I've had this conversation with my mom my mom was just like sometimes it's best to just move forward or sometimes you just outgrow people and it ain't even nothing fucking personal like it just it it just isn't so um I don't know but yeah definitely watching you know their um friendship unfold and go in the direction that it's headed in. and it doesn't seem like it's headed anywhere positive. I was like, whoa. You know, just kind of took a look at, at my own life. Anyhow, um, the last thing that I wanted to talk about on about, um, this season or particularly the episode that aired this Sunday, what I liked was um, when Condola Can- and uh, Lawrence were arguing in her kitchen and she basically was trying to get at him making it seem like she feels like sometimes Kay's relationship with Issa could be somewhat of a threat or maybe a concern for her as in that maybe he still has feelings for her because she posed the question. You only basically, like, left because she cheated on you. If she hadn't cheated on you, like, you know, you would still probably be with that girl. I don't know. I got to kind of think. And I was like, and then when she asked him that question, he really couldn't even answer it. He was like stunned. And it's so true because it's like, especially as we get in our adult relationships, um, the easiest thing to do in any situation is to walk away from it always. Um, But I do understand there's a lot of people that feel like, oh, like cheating can be just the ultimate thing. It's the worst form of betrayal and that you're just going to go and, You know, you're not looking back. Fuck that person. That's basically, like, how Lawrence has felt about Issa. But it's also kind of like, yeah, what are you really doing in that? Of course, you're doing it for yourself because you felt like that person violated you. But then kind of, if you are going to move into, like, a new situation or whatever, and that person still is attached to you somehow emotionally mentally it is that's gonna come up in your new dating life or your new relationship it kinda is so I think that sometimes um leaving may not always be the best way to process process the 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 hurt or no 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 let me word this differently leaving someone is Maybe the first step to processing your level of pain, but I don't think it necessarily always gives you closure. And I don't really feel that Lisa, I'm going to call the damn girl Lisa. Okay, yeah, it's late. I don't think that Issa and Lawrence really have gotten true closure. It's just like, you cheated, I'm hurt. I don't fuck with you like that anymore. Yeah, I know you're sorry. I hold it over your head every now and then. We still run into the same circle, and we have to be around each other. But it's like there really isn't. I don't know. There's still. It just doesn't seem like there's that there's closure. I think sometimes Issa feels like she's got closure, but I feel like it's the person who who was the one that had the affair is usually the one that can get has no choice but to have closure because it's like you fucked up so yeah you sit in that and you fucking deal with it you can't be mad at nobody but yourself but i think that lawrence really doesn't have closure i don't know i just don't so um yeah that's what i think i don't know i just started thinking about that like yeah everybody just thinks oh yeah someone cheats i leave and yeah i'm moving forward it's it's really not that simple um, I think it's a, it's 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 a process, especially when you've been with somebody for so long. you can't just erase them like that. I mean, I guess if you can, it means you're kind of weird in a way and you probably should uh, talk to somebody because you need to feel I mean we're human. and I don't know. I guess everybody has different ways of processing pain, so maybe I shouldn't say that. I don't know. I also don't want to get on to rambling, but, yeah, um, those were my thoughts uh, for this week, and um, hopefully you guys will tune in again next week, and um, be safe out there, and peace.